Welcome to the Shed Some Light podcast, a platform designed to guide you back into loving yourself. I'm Sarah Moncrief, self-love specialist, spiritual teacher, and your host. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Shed Some Light podcast. I'm Sarah Moncrief. Today we're going to do a self-love lesson And, you know, self-love has almost become synonymous with self-care and body positivity and also knowing your worth and demanding that from the world so that you can have enough to take care of yourself. And each one of these pillars is definitely really important and something that I will go into in these self-love lessons. But I I do want to make sure that I'm putting a disclaimer out that self-love is actually the energy that precedes each one of these things. Like we would take really good care of ourselves because we're being called to do that from loving ourselves. And so when you're actually in love, if you're in love with yourself, that means you're in the energy of love. Oftentimes in some classes, I'll talk about how when you're falling in love with someone and you're up all night talking and you don't even want to go to sleep and then, you know, you wake up at 7 a.m. to go to work and you have so much energy. It's like that energy of love is so abundant that it just fuels you in a way that nothing else can. And so to truly love ourselves and be in love, in the energy of love with ourselves is the most profound experience that we can work towards, that we can experience as human beings. And I say work towards because it's not like a destination where you get to the end and you're like, oh, this was all worth it. It's worth it along the way. It's something that gives back to you every single moment that you can choose love towards yourself over maybe a conditioned pattern of being harsh or hard. So today's self-love lesson is actually about listening to the body, listening to the whispers, starting to build a relationship because we came into this world together And sure, my body has evolved just like my mind, just like my soul, hopefully, (laughs) just like my personality has evolved. But, you know, this relationship is for life. And I don't know that we're taught early enough how to listen to our own signals. And it is such a personal thing that we need to do. But I'm here today to say that it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile to slow down and listen and hold space for what your body needs. I um, remember a couple of years ago, there was 
the beginning of intuitive eating rather than focusing on a diet or a, a structure that someone else has created for your body and being able to listen. And I think a lot of the disagreement with that was that we have almost conditioned ourselves to not be able to listen to what our body actually needs. Our cravings are directing us more towards what it's used to eating. And so there's almost like a adjustment period. And I think that that's totally true, but I think it's worth being in the adjustment period so that we can listen and, you know, kind of getting rid of some of those addictive foods or emotional eatings. And this is something that, you know, I know really well, I feel like although I've never had a alcohol or drug substance abuse problem, I definitely use food to soothe myself and calm my anxiety. And it also has helped me to numb listening to what the whispers of my body are trying to tell me. And, you know, one example of that is less food related, but in 2016, or maybe it was actually a few years earlier that this first happened, I noticed that there was some clear liquid coming out of my right nipple. And, you know, already at that time, I felt pretty in tune with myself. Um, meaning I didn't know how I wasn't (laughs) in tune with myself. And I was like, oh, it's probably just like something hormonal, which, you know, to think that now looking back is like, what a luxury that I just thought, oh, it's just something hormonal because I now know how powerful hormones are and they just are not playing. Let's just say that. So I was like, oh, just kind of avoid and brush it off and go back to not paying attention to what was happening. And I mean, listen, if I had been paying attention even before that, there probably would have been some other signs. But this is the first physical sign that I got. And then I remember I was laying in bed with my boyfriend and he started to notice. He was like, there's some clear liquid coming out of your nipple. And I was like, what? No, no, it's nothing. Like so embarrassed and just brushed it off. And, you know, it's important to note that my first reaction when anything comes down to my body is embarrassment and feeling like it had failed me or something like it was something to be ashamed of when you know, all that's happening is there's some clear liquid coming out of my nipple. It's really not that crazy. But in 2016, I went and did cryotherapy for the first time. And um, I think what happened is there was a little cyst, a, a papilloma that was blocking my, my duct, my milk duct. And it was causing this um, liquid to be released. But when I went to cryotherapy, it actually froze 
<laughs> it froze my duct. So when it unfroze, blood was coming out because it was irritated. And so I had to go and get checked out and it was, you know, terrifying. It was such a scary experience because I was like, okay, now that there's blood coming out of here, something's really wrong. This is not what I can't just be like, oh, it's nothing. Don't look over here. It was definitely something. So I went to Princess Margaret and had an ultrasound. And the minute the tech literally touched the wand down onto my breast, she was like, oh, yep, there it is. We have to do a biopsy right away. And the waiting time in that time was so terrifying. And I was fortunate it came back as a benign cyst that I did end up having to get removed. And, you know, there was so many moments where I could have paused and held myself and partnered with my body to say like what do you need right now what can I offer you but instead that shame and that overwhelming feeling like you know I just don't want to deal with this like can't you just like act accordingly (laughs) and do what I want you to do so that I don't have to deal with this and you know that the beginning of that has now led to me ignoring hormonal changes in my body and it becoming a real issue. And so although we might end up in a place where we're like, how did this happen? How did we get here with our health and well-being? But truly, if you're listening to the little whispers and sometimes big, loud whispers (laughs) to what's going on in our bodies, then we can be able to understand why this is happening, what it's trying to tell us, what do I need to change so that I can support myself better. And, you know, I, I just really recommend asking yourself, Do I know how to listen to my body? Do I create space for that? Do I slow down enough to ground my mind in my body? The thing thing about the mind is it's the most kinetic energy that we have. It moves quickly. In the body is the most grounded energy that I have. So... The body's only ever present. We need to ground the mind into the body to integrate them so that the mind can't just be going future past, future past. Oh, here I'm in the present, future past, future past. Like it, the body's only present. So the more that we utilize the connectivity of those things, the better we're going to be set up for success because. The body is so wise. It has so much to share. It, you know, in a meditation that I did on loving your body, I'm like really realized it carries without discrimination. It carries my light, my dark, my good, my bad, my 
thoughts, my heart, my everything. Like it's my partner in crime or partner in life, however you want to call it. But I just think that it's so important to find out how your body communicates with you and to take the time to reflect and think about how often are you listening and what are your challenges with that it's okay like if you want to and it's hard but just by starting to scratch the first surface then you'll be a layer deeper and then another layer deeper and then another layer deeper and at some point this companionship that you can have with your body will become so much more readily accessible and you know it will be a a lifetime of working that through and and understanding something that can't speak to you how somebody else would speak to you about their needs but it is speaking and it does want not just want needs attention and i think too by by spending that time to reflect it makes a lot of the things that are really challenging feel not so challenging like if something's hard just create softness inside of yourself if you can't hear that's okay don't get frustrated Just remain still, remain quiet, remain soft and tender, tenderize yourself and not with like, you know, a mallet or whatever those things are that people tenderize meat with. I mean, just hold yourself in love, in the energy of love and truly magical things can happen when you're doing that. So take the time and reflect, answer those questions that I asked. And integrate, integrate your mind into your body, connect mind, body, soul, and heart. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope today's episode shed some light. Let us know how it resonated with you. And if it did, share with someone you love. Hit the subscribe button and follow along on our Instagram, shedsome.light, or our website, shedsomelight.ca.